Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The landscape in the NFL changes more than any sport in Absolutely. the world, I'll even uh, say. Maybe college football. Maybe college football. But that's at a same, profe- same sport, different at a level, professional though. professional level, for sure, it's, it, it, it's the NFL. Every week there's a different team that's the best team in football, right? And yeah, where do you go? there's a new GOAT, uh, bad, the bad term of a GOAT, you know, mm-hmm. like the team that stinks. So you can never predict this lead. It's completely up and down. It's insane. Uh, a lot of things changed this week. Big injury that we're going to get into that could really derail a Super Bowl contender season. Even though they still won. Well, you're going to you're gonna like my take, I think, because you like the 49ers. I do. Um, so we'll get to them in a little bit and Jimmy G's injury. We'll talk about the AFC North. But before we do, Jacob, uh, a little bit uh, of a sad, somber day here. We've We've had a couple teams... Bite the dust in the 2022 Officially. season. Let's let's start with the first one. Please hit me with the music. Houston Texans. We'll miss you. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> and I'm so glad I really never watched a single game of you no, so far this year. One. And I don't even want to yes, anymore. Even yesterday, which <laughs> could have been a great revenge game. But it was not. Uh-uh. You lost. And alas, you have an E next to your name now in the standings. You've been eliminated. We will talk to you in 2023. R.I.P. the R. I. 2022 Houston Texans. <laughs> All right, cue it up again. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, the Chicago Bears. Oh. Oh, the Chicago Bears. You looked so promising. Justin Fields was running all over everybody. I thought this was going to be it. You were going to beat the Packers finally. Finally. was not to be. Aaron Rodgers owns you. He owns Soldier Field. They should just name it Rodgers Field from now on. You've been eliminated. 2022 Chicago Bears. Goodbye and RIP. Although I will say However, this, they not, have some potential. They have some future there. And as a Steelers fan, shouldn't be too upset eh, if they already have that E next to their eh, name. Second round picks getting better and better and better. But you, with, you mentioned to me, I, I forgot about this, how the Dolphins with their owner uh, forfeited the first forfeited round the pick. First yeah. round pick. So There's only the, 31 the this Bears year. Bears hold as the second overall pick. It'll be 33, not 34, like it should be. Pretty good. I mean, it's one more better. Can't, yeah. One so, less guy in your way. Uh, one less team in your way. The Texans, they're all they're going to pick a quarterback, right? They're going to get one of the big dogs. They'll be the number one pick, and they'll decide between Young or, or Stroud. The Bears have a quarterback, I think. I believe in I Fields. I believe them too, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they 
approach and attack this upcoming offseason. But those two are done. They're done. Dead and gone. Have no chance to mathematically make the playoffs. All right, let's let's get into the Jimmy G thing first yeah. and foremost. Because I think that's the that's that's topic number one nationally of the sports world today. Mm-hmm. Uh broken foot. Several broken bones in his foot require surgery. Out for the remainder of the season. The reins are handed off to Mr. Irrelevant. The very last pick in the 2022 draft, the rookie, Brock Purdy, out of Iowa State. And he looked purdy out there. He, he looked purdy, purdy good. I got to be honest with him, I knew nothing about this kid before yesterday. Here's the thing, though, buddy. It's kind of easy to jump in cold. No one's expecting you. Now they're going to watch who they mm-hmm. play next week. Whoever they play next week, I think it's actually a decent. They play the Buccaneers, who aren't good, but good defense. Good defense. They're going to be ready for Brock Purdy, and they're going to have a game plan designed to confuse the hell out of that rookie. But the good thing is he couldn't have a better head coach to try to help make things as easy as possible for him. How much, how, I don't think that this was happening this year. I think they've kind of let Jimmy G cook a little bit, and he's having his, he was having his best year, I think, as a quarterback until he got hurt. But they kept him on a tight leash for years before and had a lot of success doing that. Didn't make him do much and let the playmakers around him do everything. I kind of feel like that's going to be the same case with Purdy. And I know a lot of people, Jacob, are going to be ready to write off the Niners right now because of their quarterback situation. I would still not be surprised if they make a deep run in the playoffs because that defense is all-world elite status. I don't know. I don't know who's out there. Are there any free agent quarterbacks out there? That's any. what I was thinking, too. Like, do you call Big Ben? Be like, what's up? How's the arm going? I'm kidding. Doesn't Ben's... Drew Brees want to come back and play still? If it, if there was ever a team that was going to call me to want me to come back, like if I'm a Ben, if I'm a Brees, I'm kidding San about Ben, by the way. I don't want yeah. anybody to. I want it to be San Francisco. Right? Like, give me McCaffrey. Give me Ayuk. Give me Samuel. Give me Kittle. Like, uh, one of the best offensive lines in football. The best offensive lineman in Trent. Like, the team is the best roster in football, right? Do you think that that's true, top to bottom, overall, roster-wise? Yeah, I'd say it's probably them in Philly. Yeah. One, two. Buffalo, maybe third. Cincinnati's creeping up there, yeah. too. Kansas City. Kansas City, just because Mahomes is a cheat code right. and Kelsey. But, yeah, that roster-wise, they're completely— they're a su- Every team we just named is a Super Bowl contender because the rosters are perfect. And the Niners are that— to the tenth degree, I, I I was ready to have them play the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, and I think the Niners were probably the best team in football, uh, or at least were gonna be when it was all said and done. They just had a juggernaut feel to them to that roster once they had it all figured out and had it all come together, and now they're stuck in that same purgatory that they've been in forever, where the injuries are gonna be the reason why they're held back, not the play on the field, not players not developing into what they thought they would be injuries once again are going to hold this team back but again i want to reiterate not as far back as i think people might be thinking with them i still think they're a contender i still think they win the nfc west yeah uh seattle barely eked out a win um yesterday but the niners are now i mean if jimmy g doesn't go down tom i i might put the niners as my super bowl favorite to be honest yeah i think that they were trending that way the defense is just a yeah, nightmare. I mean, Tua was playing the best football of any quarterback you could argue heading into this game, and, and he threw three interceptions. I mean, they just lost his first game as a starter alive. this year. Now he ended up with two ninety five and two toddies on top of his three interceptions. But 
You know, a lot of that came later in the game when he was, or excuse me, the first touchdown and 75 yards came on the very first play from scrimmage mm-hmm. when he hit Trent Sherfield. Right. So you have and to then, subtract all that for the rest of the game. So barely ni- 200 yards on the rest of the day. The Niners have given up a total of seven points in second halves in their past, like, six games. And that came just Just now this with past the, week, the right. Dolphins Tyree scoring Hill. a touchdown in the, the fourth quarter of the game. Yeah, I think, I think the Niners' offense, while on defense they've only allowed seven points in total— the Niners' offense have put up, like, they've outscored teams in the second half, like, 75-7. to seven. Yep. It's insane. And that's why I think that they're going to still be right there. And that's why I think that, yeah, they're not as sexy as a team with Brock Purdy at quarterback, but I don't think you write them off, and I don't think you say they go into the tank and not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's too good of a roster. That de- The defense will, like, okay— the, not, the the Buccaneers stink at scoring points this year. They're going to eat them alive next week. At Seattle, yeah, it's a tough game, but they're going to play good defense, defense against Seattle. The Commanders and Heineke, they're going to eat him alive. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are playing really good offensively, but I will take that Niners defense against really any offense in the NFL right now. And then against the Cardinals in the last week of the year, especially if that's to like win the division, they're just going to eat. I, I, I Honestly, Tom, I... By that point, I don't think it'll even be. They'll have it locked up. It'll be where do you fall in the playoff season? Are you three? Are you f- well? You're not going to be four because the Buccaneers are going to be four. Right, are you, you two? Or two. Are you three? Yeah. I mean, if if the Vikings Philly, didn't win, so if Philly loses a game here and there, especially if the Vikings win a game or lose a game, they have the chance to catch Minnesota at two. Minnesota, yeah, they do. But I, they're still two games back from that point. And now with Purdy, I. I don't know. I think I'd probably be inclined to to stick with the Vikings. It's just if Jimmy G doesn't go down, and you know that that's a that's a season disrupting. Hey, dude, I've been saying forever that they're my second team in the NFC. You know, I've even been, though you don't put them there, I got they got the power earn rankings. It. But the, you know what I mean. I've been saying Eagles Niners has been my NFC Championship game preview for a, a wee, while now. I don't know if the Purdy insertion for Jimmy G changes it though. It, I, I it really does. don't. Again, I think they're still going to be good. I think they still make the playoffs, but I kind of put Dallas in front of them now as far as that number two team in the NFC. Because, I mean, Tom, and last night I think a, this Niners a, team this year is better than the Niners team we saw last year. It is as a whole. But, and I think and right now as it stands— But Jimmy G played in those playoff games last Right year. now as it stands, you know, they're not going to get whoever comes in second for the NFC East, right? Because whoever comes in second— and you expect it to be Dallas, right? You don't expect the Giants or the Commies to catch up to Dallas as a, as a second place team. No, I in expect the East. one of the Giants or the Commies to not make the playoffs. Actually, really? Yeah, I think Seattle. At least gonna, one of them. I think has Seattle's going to gonna get a wild card. So I think one of those two are going to fall out. Yeah. So instead of all four, also, only three. I know you hate when I do this. You know who's. Don't sleep on Detroit. I was just going to say, Tommy, <laughs> you know mathematically alive is Detroit. And playing really good football. Yeah, I mean, what what did they start off the season? Like one and six. And now they're five and seven. Yeah, so they have been, they're, fi- they're four and one since that start. So, regardless, though, Dallas if, is going to get the number one wildcard spot, right? If they don't catch the Eagles for the division somehow. Even if that happens, it's the Eagles or the Cowboys as the as number, the one, number one spot. The yep. Niners are not going to get the fourth seed. Probably. They're going to get either two or th- two or three. Probably. So they'll draw the I Giants. I would predict three there. Yeah, they're going to draw either the Giants, the Seahawks, or the Commies, or even the Lions. It's winnable for Brock Purdy. Yeah, in that defense, I should say it's winnable. And then depending on who you get in the second round, 
I mean, if they if they are three or two, and the Vikings are three or two, Minnesota, and they win, they draw Minnesota. That's the thing about the I, NFC. I kind of like San Francisco against Minnesota. There's a lot of beatable teams in the NFC. Whereas you look at the AFC, and you had an injury problem, uh, you're gonna go up against Burrow, you're gonna go up against Allen, you're gonna go up against Mahomes, and you're gonna win. I don't know, but. Prescott's good. He's not as good as those three I just mentioned. Hertz no. is Hertz is great and may be as good as those three I just mentioned, but you got to wait and see it in the playoffs mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is obviously nowhere near no. those three. So the path is by far Kirk easier. Kirk Cousins just won his very first primetime game of his career. If you're going to make a run based on defense, skill position players, and a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback, you're in the right conference to do it in, in the NFC, because I think it's, it's wide yeah, open. Yeah, I think they could get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, mean, we I, I were, don't disagree. I, I, I was saying, I've been saying, I think even with Philly having a great season, San Francisco-Philly is the equivalent of Buffalo-Kansas City of last year, right? Because Kansas City just lost to uh, Cincinnati, and we, we now know for a fact that Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' daddy. You don't really know. Last year, it was, you knew Buffalo and Kansas City were the two best teams in football, and that divisional round matchup we got out of it. Unfortunately, it came in the second round, not even the third round. That was the game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Playoff, playoffs are regular season. I think if we get Philly, San Fran, and the, and the NFC Championship game, that could pro- probably be the game of the year better than the Super Bowl. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, on the AFC side of things, we might have had a preview of the AFC Championship game, rematch from last year's, and a preview of this year's Mm -hmm. potential one between the Bengals and the Chiefs. What is up with Joe Burrow and and his ownage of the Kansas City Chiefs well, and the well, and Patrick Mahomes? I'll say Mahomes? this, Tom. I'll say this, Tom. The two plays that were of most significance: the Harrison Bucker missed field goal to tie it, right? So, so yes, but also I will give a lot of blame on Mahomes on that play for getting sacked. Yeah, you can't get sacked in that spot. Um, but then when Cincinnati got the ball back and they were driving, right? And Kansas City had the chance to stop him, get the ball back. I mean, Joe Burrow, too. The, the pass and the catch. Both. Watch. On, on third down. Did you see how close he was to getting sacked on that play? Yes. And how he didn't even flinch? Didn't even flinch, dude. Like, I was watching the TV copy, and I was like, he sacked. He, I don't think his heartbeat even raised a second, uh, or uh, a minute per beat. Like, he is so ice cold in that pocket, and... 
I think he's the second best quarterback in the NFL right now, behind Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, and the, yeah, I mean, dude, I think he's you just beat Mahomes. I think he just thinks the game better than Allen, mm-hmm. and he knows more than any of them. I think when to take his shots, when to hand it off to Perrine, when to you know dump it off. Mm-hmm. He's just so much smarter than everybody else mm-hmm. on the field, and he really is. The confidence is just out of freaking oh, control with that guy, but in a good way. Like you, you know said, I mean? on that third down, I mean, he was going down, and he still got the ball out. It's unbelievable, and uh, kudos to Jamar Chase for getting an amazing first down, too. Incredible body oh control to extend that ball over the, the marker. To ice it. And yeah. ice that game. I mean, he, that team is hitting their stride right now. They started 0-2. They've been 8-2 and two ever since. So, so they're rolling. We are... Over the moon impressed by Cincinnati. It's a shame that they're still the five seed because Baltimore. That's going to correct itself. Baltimore I think, does soon. not deserve to I be. I think that's going to correct winner. itself. Yeah. Um, Baltimore week after, especially with Lamar going down, that should correct itself. It should correct itself. Cincinnati plays Cleveland at home this week. Burrow's never, never beaten the Browns in that's his career. I hope that changes this week. I mean, because I mean, if you want to talk about the Browns quickly, they don't look great against Houston. Three non-offensive touchdowns. They Their fumble. only touchdowns on the day. All pick what, six, fumble recover, and a yeah. punt return. Yeah, right. Uh, Deshaun Watson also threw an interception, which was awesome. <laughs> I love to see that. Uh, but yeah, he didn't look great at all. In fact, 12 for 22, 131 yards and a pick. Ew, that's disgusting. Against the Texans? I mean, how about the fact that the Texans are, as we just mentioned, one of two teams to already be eliminated, one of only two teams to already be eliminated from the playoffs. Overall, horrible. One win on the year. And the Browns decided to give the ball to Nick Chubb only 17 times. Yeah, I mean, their coach stinks, and I don't like their quarterback because he's a big old creep. So yeah. I'm glad that the Browns, uh, I, I hope that the Browns get a whooping put on them by Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That game is in I mean, Cincinnati next week. The fact that they finished the Browns the, be, being they finished with 174 yards on the ground, any team would take that. But that could have been 100 yards more than, right? Yep. How do you give Nick Chubb the ball only 17 times? Listen, we both had him in fantasy, so that's yeah, why we're, we're, we're so pretty upset, upset about with it. Him about that. But, yeah, the Browns just – the Browns is the Browns, right? And Stefanski's going to Stefanski. I just hope that the Bengals take care of business next week because they, again, are a team on the roll. But with the Bengals, it's still tough for them down the stretch. Yeah, they get the Browns. Then they go to Tampa. Should beat Tampa in Tampa. Should. Uh, at New England. Should. I like Burrow against the Belichick defense. Like, he can outthink a Belichick defense, or at least think at the speed mm-hmm. required to beat right. a Belichick mm-hmm. defense. And then, and Buffalo. then, oh my God. The, that might be for the one seed overall. Cause, yeah, because as it stands because right now, Buffalo is the Miami number one lost. seed. Now that Miami, but, yep. I mean, it, it still depends because if Miami somehow goes into Buffalo when they play later down the line, I don't. Think if Miami wins, huh? I don't think that's going to happen to you. If it does happen, then Miami's in. And the running for the number one seed. Because at that point, Tom, Miami's got the East, I think, locked up. A sweep against the Bills. Well, I think it's also important to remember that even though the Bengals play the Bills head-to-head, and Bills have three losses, Bengals have four losses, so they could get that one seed if they beat them, and of course the Dolphins lose. They need the Chiefs to lose one more time as well because the Chiefs only have three losses. So they need the Bengals. You're saying the the, the the Dolphins need The Bengals need And the Dolphins. Both the Dolphins and the Bengals. I don't know who has the tiebreaker between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. That would come down to probably conference record. But with the Bengals and the Chiefs, 
you know, the Chiefs still have one less loss. Mm-hmm. So even though you got that tiebreaker, you need, you need some help. To lose you need game. some help. Which I don't think is out of the question. Well, I don't think it's out of the question that the Bengals are going to lose another game, too. I don't see them losing just four games this year and going 13-4. and four. I don't know. They might go 13-4. They four. might. They look really good, They're man. better. So we, we made that comparison, right? Their when, starting running back has been out for three straight weeks. Right. We too. made that comparison, how they started both of the last, each of the last two seasons with a 5-6 and six record, right? And we know they finished last year with a ten and seven record. They went five and one right down the stretch. They had the same exact record. Was it six and five or five and six? I, I don't like know that. what it was exactly. All I do know is that that at one point at the bye week this year they had the same exact record as the bye week last year. And I'm telling, they look a lot better right now than they did at this point last year. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's because this dude at quarterback mm-hmm. is him. I mean, he and is it's also the guy. Too, they've beaten like. You compare last year to this year, right? Uh, on their way to getting to what a ten and seven record, on their way, they didn't beat the teams like they've been beating this year. I mean, they 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 torched the Ravens, right? They swept the Ravens, and then we, they got that win against uh, Kansas City in Week Seventeen. But this year, I mean, in back to back weeks, Tom, think about it. They've beaten the Chiefs. They've beaten the Titans. Uh, Earlier the year, um, they beat the Dolphins earlier this they year. They beat the Dolphins earlier this year. I mean, they're beating quality. They beat teams. good teams. They play really yeah. well against. Granted, good teams. that that Dolphins team was without uh, Tua because he got hurt in that game, though he got slammed. That, out I mean, of the for turf. the second time. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense when you say it like that because doesn't that seem like who Joe Burrow is—the guy who gets up for the big games? Mm-hmm. Like the and guy- you know what's crazy too is that we've mentioned those three wins more than they had. At this time last year, and they still have to go into New England and beat Belichick. They still have to beat Josh Allen, right? I mean, they still have to beat go into Tampa and beat Tom in his own in his own in his home field. Uh, we have a little breaking news. Uh oh, the Carolina Panthers are uh-huh. expected to waive former first overall pick Baker Mayfield. Wow, that dude is done. Sorry, um, with Baker. a capital D, his career is over. Does that change your perspective on the matchup in two weeks from now? No, because I think it was Darnold anyway, right? Yeah. Like he's kind of yeah, yeah. he he won the they were in a bye this week and he won the game last week for the mm-hmm. the Panthers. So I think it's going to be Darnold's show from now on. Poor Baker, you know you know what he can do he can go to college football uh, game day right be a great analyst for them. Dude, you're not even that's a great point. He's very charismatic. Yeah, right. He would be a great— And he knows the game. Yeah. He, he excelled at the college he level. He will be a great analyst. And, and college game day loves bringing in old players, old stuff. No, he would like be that. a great, yeah. great analyst. That's a great point from you. But does he really want to be an analyst at age 26, 27? You know what I mean? You know, like, it happens. It, it, you know, not he set every, the rookie touchdown record. Tebow like, did it. Tebow did do it. Baker was better than Tebow, though. Not in college, but at, in, co- in at the quarterback pros, in the yeah. NFL. Like, yeah. They had the same amount of playoff wins. At least Baker wasn't a gimmick. You know what I mean? They had the same amount of playoff wins. They did did that. Uh, Both against, um, um, who was it? The Ravens. I don't remember. I don't think the team exists anymore. I think they disbanded. The Ravens stink. They don't have Lamar Jackson anymore. I don't think they're in my GDQMTC this week. They are probably in my top 10 still. Oh! So many other teams lost. But so many other teams lost. That's why. I guess, but. But I think oh. what's more shocking, what makes me feel more shocked, shocked, what the frick is wrong with Denver? <laughs> they can only score nine points. 
Nine points. Lamar Jackson you kick less three team. field goals, and you're like, all right, let's hope we can hold on and win this thing. Of course they And they, they get- almost did. <laughs> I would be livid if I was on the defense of that team. Livid. They played amazing all game long. Even when Lamar was in, they played well. And then Lamar's out, so they get an even better chance to win. You can't put a touchdown on the board, Russell Wilson. Listen, I know he's getting paid all the money. They got to bench that dude. For the team, yeah, the team needs to see that you can't just stink every single week and not have anything happen. Who cares? Because they got rid of Drew Lock. Who cares? <laughs> it's it's disservice to your team to just be like, yeah, he can stink all he wants and play. Because like, what a linebacker is probably going to sit there and be like, dude, if I played like this bad for thirteen straight weeks, there's you no way I'm on yeah, the field right. still still starting. So they got to bench that dude. I can't believe you couldn't beat the Ravens when they only scored ten points. Like. And with no Lamar Jackson. It wasn't even like you were getting to Lamar Jackson all day. He was having a bad day, but he was still out there. You took him out. You took him out. Uh, the Vikings become the second team in the NFL to get to 10 wins this year. 10-2 and two after holding the Jets not once at the goal line, but twice at the goal line to end that game. So the New York Jets tried their best to claw back into it, but could not. Still think Mike White, despite throwing two interceptions, was the right choice of quarterback. Yeah. uh, You can't throw the ball 57 times with him, though. I know you were losing most of the game, but still. And they they almost came back. Oh, I mean, Braxton Berrios catched the ball in the end zone, and the Jets win. That was a tough tough catch Catch to make. Catch it, though. Catch it. I get it. But you still had one more shot after that. No, that was the fourth down. That I was, thought, or maybe they had one more possession after that. No, maybe? that was the second possession. Oh, because had. the first one the was first the interception. One, it was the interception in the end? Okay, zone, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it it it's the right decision, but again, the Jets. Also, why are you throwing to Barrios when you have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore? Yeah, yeah. Commanders and Giants tied. We have no idea who's. <laughs> That's so annoying. We have no isn't idea it? who's it's better. So annoying. We have no idea who's better or who's worse in that game. And and not only is it annoying, it just muddies up the playoff picture now. Like now we're gonna have to do math, like figure out this and that. Like with the Texans and the Colts, at least we both knew those teams stink and they're not gonna be in the playoffs. So who cares about that tie? This tie's gonna matter now. Like this this tie is gonna keep a team in, maybe keep a team out. It's annoying. I. I don't hate that they tie like some people do in the NFL, but it does muddy up the playoff picture when it's involving no, two I playoff teams. No, I don't mind ties, but I do mind it when it's two division teams playing each other in Week 13 with the playoff spot on the line, and I just want to know who's going to have the edge moving forward. Why did Brian Dable decide to punt on 4th and 3 oh instead of go for it on the Commander's 45? You're playing for the tie, right, if you do that? Yeah, right. That's... BS, and that's something that I would look at, you know, and in, in, in a certain circumstance, like if you were up by two games on the Commanders, I get playing for the tie maybe because then that helps you in the playoff race. You're neck and neck right now with them. You can put them away and really solidify yourself as, as a playoff team, and your team's been spinning its tires a little bit. It really needs a win. It needs to get back on track. Mm-hmm. And you punt away and say, let's play for the tie, I wouldn't have liked that much in the mm-hmm. locker room. I, I wouldn't have agreed with that. Which is weird because Brian Dable was a guy that a lot of people were saying should be in contention for coach of the year. Have the locker room, all to, like have the locker room completely behind him, and you make that kind of decision with that much on the line, right? Yes, it's it's bizarre. Uh, we talked about the lines a little bit earlier. Five and seven still has a heartbeat. Uh, there's a couple teams five and seven still have a heartbeat, and I, I hate to break it to you folks, but the Steelers are one of them. 
you know, the heartbeat's still there a little bit. Win in Baltimore this week, and then we'll really start to talk. But the other one— I think you can win in Baltimore. I think you can. It's in Pittsburgh, first of all. I shouldn't have said uh, it in Baltimore. Okay, win well, against Baltimore is what I meant. Especially with no Lamar. Yeah. Because so, I think he's for sure going to miss this week. It just depends on how many games he misses. But another 5-7 and seven team in the AFC? That's—I don't think going to do anything. It. Don't I'm say it. I'm going to say it. You, no, 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 wait. Before you reveal who, before you reveal who, this is the team who you said, I think moving forward for the second half of the season, they're going to really bounce back and show how good they are. And then you completely fell off and said, I was wrong, I got it wrong. And now you're back in the bandwagon. No, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to run the table. But they're a team now that's dangerous to play down the stretch. Do you think this year, or in this offseason, they move on from Derek Carr, get a, I don't a, know. a quarterback upgrade to complement Devontae Adams, to complement Josh Jacobs? The Raiders and the Lions are weird to me because they're playing great football right now. With they just dug themselves way too big a hole in yeah. the early part and of the with season. Decent, like they could make an upgrade. But they're even doing well without like, golf gr- balled out yesterday. Like oh, Amon Ross St. Brown, your guy, balled out yesterday. He did. But the Raiders are a team that, again, they dug too deep of a hole earlier in the season to climb out of it. I think. But I don't want to play them. Josh Jacobs, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, that mm-hmm. sucks. I don't want to yeah, have to right. game that's plan a, against that's those a two nightmare. Teams. Who do you stop? That, that's not like the Texans rolling into town, uh-huh. right? Like that's a team. That's a bad team that's got good players. And really, I don't know if they're a bad team anymore. I mean, I I fear them. Oh, Tom, let's flip the script here. I think right now, as the season progresses, I'm more fearful of the surging Raiders than I am the the struggling Chargers. Uh, I was just going to say the Chargers are the biggest Fugazi of the season. You are Fugazi, the, the, not no. mine. Can I can I finally say Can I say I told you so? But I'm saying it's the biggest Fugazi of the season because it wasn't just me. Dude, like every national pundit thought me. they were going to be good. It wasn't me. Didn't you pick them to make the playoffs? I bet you I did, but I didn't project them to do anything special. But that's still picking them to make the damn playoffs. Yeah, I guess. You didn't think they'd be this bad. They're not even bad. They're, they're just no, they're weird. Five, they're just not as nearly as good. Think back to like week two. Was it week two, the Thursday night game, where it was Chiefs Chargers and the Chargers? They Chargers, almost won. The Chargers had the lead for like the entire game until the fourth quarter. Until late in the fourth quarter, I think Mahomes had two. Tom, Tuddies? in the fourth quarter, and then that that's how they lost the game. And everyone was saying, "No big deal." You know, it's a really hard opponent to play against. You did really well against them. Still going to believe in the Chargers. And they're five. I mean, it, the problem isn't on the field. It's on the sidelines. Of I think so. I, I mean, Herbert threw for 335 yards and a touchdown against the Raiders. Like, he's he's The way we talk about the Bengals and Joe Burrow should be the way we talk about Joe, or Joe, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Because he's got the options, right? He's got Eckler. He's got now three receivers, I think, and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and this Josh, Josh Palmer. Palmer. He's got all these weapons, and they're still the defense. Also, should be a lot better with their additions they made this year, and somehow they're only five hundred. I will say this: yeah. the injury to Rashawn Slater is definitely mm. hurt that team because he's mm-hmm. one of the best tackles in football for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but I don't think that's an excuse. You have too much talent to not be able to overcome that. I mean, the fact that you have Austin Eckler and you're thirty first in the league in rushing yards per game. Come on now. Did you uh, finally see the levy break on Jeff Saturday last night? Because it happened around the fourth quarter of that game. I did not because I knew that game was pretty much over with in the in the second half in the first half, so I didn't see. And I I did wake up to see that they the Cowboys put up what fifty four points. Well, it was twenty one to nineteen at the end of the third quarter. 
And then the Cowboys scored 33 unanswered yeah. points. 33 points in a quarter. Yeah. Guess what, Jacob? What's that? Guess what 54-19 is? I don't know. Scoragami! Oh, you know what? I believe it's the first that? of the year. I think it is the first of the It might be the first in a couple years, No, 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 no. There was one there last a year. Lot. I think whoever runs that Twitter account, it's like we get like seven or eight per year. And we hadn't had one yet. Hadn't had one yet. We got one because of the Cowboys just destroying the Indianapolis Woodson. You know, this is what people were tra- saying. With is Justin. 54 points the most points by a team this season? Yes. And also, it never really happens in the NFL. Uh, 50 burgers. No. Like, that's embarrassing when you get a 50 burger put up on you. This is what people were saying was going to happen to Jeff Saturday Eventually. all along. And it finally caught up with him in a road game at Dallas where they just torched him. So, I think the Cowboys, despite playing the Colts, mm-hmm. They rise up to that number two team in the NFC in my mind, just because of the the injury to Jimmy G. Yeah, it's they're up there. I mean, don't get me wrong, they are up there. You're just not ready to throw them in front of you. I just want to see. I give me a couple of weeks with without with uh, what's see what Purdy's Purdy? got. Purdy, I love that name. It'll be interesting to see what they do moving forward. Moving forward with their quarterback room as well. Uh, it'll be one of two things. They'll go out and they'll get someone who just retired or someone who's a free agent that has a name value to them. Or they'll go out and they'll sign like a Tim Boyle or somebody like that to just like be the backup to Brock Purdy. I'm also but someone's got to come in, you know, moving forward beyond this season. Yeah, like what are the, did Jimmy G play his last game as a Niner? Did he though? I think he did. Because I think they're going to move on from him in this offseason. and just go with Trey they're Lance. Go back to Trey Lance. They want Trey Lance. What terrible luck! Why does this franchise have such bad luck? Oh, Both of their quarterbacks broke their legs. Well, yeah. leg for Lance, foot for, foot for, for Jimmy G. For Jimmy, yeah. Like they probably get to the Super Bowl with either of those two guys. Yeah, I don't know about Lance, but they were getting there with Jimmy G. I bet you Lance would have been better than Purdy. I mean, oh, <laughs> no, I don't think. I mean, you go from a, the number three overall pick to Mr. Irrelevant. You better be doing better if you're Trey Lance. Although, are we staring literally the next Brady in the eyes right now? Mr. Irrelevant comes in. I know Brady wasn't oh, Mr. Don't Irrelevant. don't do that. Please like, don't do but that. This, but dropped into the ideal scenario where he doesn't have to do anything and the team around him he's just helps coach, him win. He's got the coach. He's got the team. Remember, when Brady won his first Super Bowl, he threw one touchdown pass the entire playoff run. It was a running offense and a great defensive team. Maybe this will happen again. But they need... They, they need... But Brady did have to make the big throws as well. And they need... And, and this, and this Seattle... Seattle, this San Fran... Offense relies on their passing too. Like they have Kittle, they have Debo, it, and and not only that, it relies on the. It's so complicated. It relies on the quarterback to know knowing it. where mm-hmm. to. Like when I I need to throw it to Ayuk by this point, I need mm-hmm. to get the ball in Samuel's hands in a second, or else the play is going to get blown up. Like it's mm-hmm. a very precise, very intricate. I need offense. to I need to make sure that I'm selling the run or selling the pass here to get it to Kittle or to get it to Ayuk or to get it to McCaffrey on this end around. Yeah, a lot like of that. moving parts. Yeah, wouldn't right. be. Uh, envious of a rookie trying to deal with any of that. Uh, did you miss any of our show today? Don't worry. You can download full mm-hmm. episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, and Steelers Standard with myself and Jacob. All of those shows and many more are all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure you go to any one of those apps, any one of those websites, download, subscribe to all of our podcasts. It's great Steelers content as we roll our way through the season. We'll be back again on Wednesday talking more Steelers, maybe taking a peek at the Ravens, and, of course, delivering you our power rankings of Week 14. Enjoy your rest of your Monday. We'll be back again later this week. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is the Steelers Standard.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.